0: This is Eye on Health, delving into your overall well being with MedLab Middle East on Dubai Eye 103.8. It is all about health here on Dubai Eye 103.8. I'm Helen Farmer, and we have our Eye on Health again in association with MedLab Middle East, looking at infectious diseases on today's show. A fascinating and fast moving area of medicine. So, speaking to a number of consultants. Joining us to talk about what's been happening perhaps behind the scenes, what we need to be aware of if we're travelling and what is the current state of COVID-19. In conversation now with Dr Manuel, consultant for insect infectious diseases at the Shakespeare Boot Medical City. It's one of the largest hospitals for serious and complex care. So huge thanks for joining us today, Dr. Manuel. You are a consultant of infectious diseases at the Sheikh Boot Medical City, one of the largest hospitals, of course, for serious and complex care. And I know you're incredibly busy, so I cannot thank you for your time and your insights. Um, can I ask you a personal question first?
1: Yes, please. Go on.
0: Why were you attracted to this area of medicine?
1: Why was I to infectious diseases? That's a really um, interesting question and, and I'll keep it short because uh, I can talk for a while about this. It's really because it's such an exciting field, uh, changing all the time. Um, you meet really interesting people in, in, our, in our specialty because everybody comes with their own story and we treat everybody differently. It's all about individual and personalised care. And um, we, have, we get to hear about what people have gone through, what they've been up to in their lives. And, and, um, and also a lot of our patients get better um, because of when we make a diagnosis and we, we've got antibiotics or antivirals to treat, they get better. And so it makes so much of a difference. You can notice that I'm originally from Africa. I've, I've lived in the UK for a long time and trained in the UK, but I'm originally from Africa, and infection is such a big problem in Africa. Mm-hmm. Hence, why I also in, I was interested in doing it as a specialty. But it's because we really make a difference to treating patients and getting them better, and um, it's such so, such so, so, so a rewarding specialty.
0: And I guess it's bringing together elements of travel and adventure and misadventure at times as well. And obviously, an, an interesting time because technically, COVID nineteen does fall under that infectious disease category. And I don't want to dwell too much on COVID because, frankly, I've had enough of it. Um, but I'd love it if you wouldn't mind giving, <laughs> giving us a, <laughs> giving us a little overview, perhaps, of what actually defines an infectious disease, so we know exactly what we're discussing today.
1: Really important question because uh, misconceptions about what we do in terms of infectious disease as a specialty and there's also a bit of a stigma because when you say infectious diseases everybody steps back and says oh i've got something i can pass on onto on to somebody else and and it's and it's not the case um unfortunately there isn't a, a better name sometimes we refer to it as just infection infectious diseases is simply infection mm-hmm. and um in the u in the middle east there is isn't an arabic translation of infectious diseases um, that really fits the definition of infection so but it, but our what infectious diseases do is we look after everybody with infection and it's not necessarily infection passed on from one person to another or communicable mm-hmm. diseases or infections it's any type of infection so I'll give you an example it could be a, a person with an infection that they have got just out of bad luck. From the community use for example you get meningitis it can happen to anybody you get pneumonia it can happen to anybody skin infection and soft tissue infection skin infection cellulitis it's called it can happen to anybody or a urinary tract infection water infection urinary tract infection so it could be just bad luck community infection and a lot of the work we do is that type of infection and then there's also infection which you get from being um having sort of healthcare like you may have had surgery, and then after that had a wound infection. Um, so we call healthcare-associated infection. We call them, but infections that are linked to being having having treatment in hospitals or in the healthcare system, um, like MRSA infections uh, or drug-resistant bacterial infections, which may come because you've had a, a urinary a catheter put in to help you pass water. And then we've got the travel-related infection. And UAE, so many people coming to the UAE, traveling from abroad for visiting. We've got also around eighty percent people from abroad in in the UAE. So, unsurprisingly, we also see a lot of tropical and travel-related infections, and. And that's really exciting because we never know what we're going to get and we have to be unexpected. <laughs> that's a,
0: that, well, that's an interesting perspective because I'm, I'm guessing each country has individual challenges, obstacles, but also opportunities when we think about the health care available to them, but also the environment, the community. And here in the UAE, as you say, we're a real travel hub. You know, we're we're lucky enough yeah. to be at the centre of the world and that can mean things coming in and out but we're also incredibly advanced when it comes to healthcare. care um what are some of the challenges that you are kind of mindful of when uh, when treating infectious and maybe as you say kind of exotic diseases here in the region
1: we, our unit is the name of our unit in Sheikh shakespeare Good medical city is the tropical and infectious disease division the tropical and infectious diseases and the reason for that is to describe exactly what we do, because we see a lot of travel and tropical related infections from people who who have come in uh, to live here or travel, travel and come back. And the challenges that we have is is first to get people to come early for us to see them. So um, people who've had problems for a while, but not sought care or not gone to the right place. And so we want people to know that we exist, the Tropical Infectious Disease uh, um, Division. We have four uh, infectious disease consultants trained all in the UK, experts in their field. And um, we provide really personalised care. So whenever you come to this field, we start from scratch. It's a blank sheet and we go through everything. And if you watch Doctor House, as I tell you, Doctor House is an infectious disease physician, and we are that's what we do. We will go into every detail, come to the bottom of your problem, and try and put everything together.
0: You're the detectives, but the other
1: challenge, yeah, we're detectives, and we will get to the bottom of it. And we work with all our other co- colleagues. We don't work on our own. Infectious disease is a very much a specialty that works with everybody. We're all about the hospital, because we would work with the physicians that refer the patients. We work with our other colleagues in microbiology, in laboratory, and that's one of the challenges, getting the investigations done. And we we work with Mayo Clinic. Mayo Clinic is the top top hospital in the world. So we use um, consultation services from our colleagues also in Mayo Clinic and also use laboratory services also from Mayo Clinic. So we have that within our tools to be able to get to a specific diagnosis for parasitic infections or tropical infection and then provide the treatment. One challenge also, the third challenge is getting treatment. Because these rare infections don't always have readily available medication, uh, antibiotics or anti-parasitic agents for them. So what we've done in our unit is we've made sure that we have, for all the rare tropical infections, that we have the uh, drugs available for these infections are rare because we don't want to make a diagnosis and then, sorry, we can't treat, mm-hmm. uh, or you have to go somewhere else abroad. So we'll become, want to become a destination medical center. Uh, that's the objective of Sheikh Shahbud Medical City. So, also, uh, the Tropical Infectious Disease Division plans to become a destination medical center for infection. So, we've also been working on all aspects of the, the clinical diagnosis, getting the right experts in, the laboratories, getting the right laboratory testing, and getting the right antimicrobial or the right treatment for patients for complex and rare infections.
0: I think that's a really interesting point actually about how you work, you know, looking for those clues and symptoms but also that communication, that collaboration because Everyone in that department will come with their own lens, their own background, their own training, their own, excuse the phrase, kind of exposure to different diseases. And it's only by saying, actually, I, I did see something like that a few years ago. Well, that reminds me of a case I dealt with. Uh, what are some of the more unique cases that you have treated in the infectious disease clinic?
1: So, ancient—we, um, as I said, our specialty is exciting in that we expect it unexpected. And so we'll find people with rare parasitic infection that they've had for years and gone to different parts of the healthcare system, but maybe not made a diagnosis. Mm. Example would be a worm, um, parasitic worm that you normally find in animals, you can find in, in dogs and, and cats, but then it can also cause infection in in in, in human beings and affect the, the eyes, something called a toxocara infection. It's a parasite. And then we also, so sometimes we see patients present with an, with an illness, which looks like it's, it's a straightforward illness. But then when you dig deep into their story, their background, their travel history, what they've been exposed to, and you then start thinking about the rare infections, then we pick it up. So infections that may not exist because people aren't thinking about them, mm-hmm. they're actually here. We're actually seeing them. And that is why we we changed our name to Tropical and Infectious Disease Division, because we're seeing here, making diagnosis for really rare and tropical infections that people didn't expect that they were here. And didn't, we're not thinking about it in, in the past, um, but we're, we're, we're picking up these infections.
0: Let's park COVID for a second, because it does fall under that category. But what is one of the most you know common infectious diseases that we might see here in the UAE, doctor?
1: So... Um, I said the most common ones are the community of infection, which I've already talked about. But one other inf- type of infections, and infections that come from animals to, 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 um, p- to, to people, um, to humans. And one example is brucellosis. Um, so brucellosis is a bacterial infection which you get from um, animals, either because you're looking after the animals, caring for the animals, and often when they're giving birth, or if you drink unpasteurized milk, um, like unpasteurized camel milk, which is um, something which is is, is actually uh, consumed in 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 the in the area, not only the UAE but in the Middle East. And so we do see patients with uh, brucellosis, and it's quite a f- also a fascinating infection because people can live with it for years and have very limited symptoms, so they don't actually know that it's a It's a problem until really late. And that's really why we want people to know that we're here. Because if you've been, you had exposures like that, you're drinking camel milk, um, for example, and you're not well, we want you to seek care early because we can make a diagnosis early. And it's much easier to treat when you make a diagnosis early. An example is I had somebody who came to us just because he was having recurrent throat infections and feeling a bit a bit tired not really tired always tired at work and fatigued and when we went into the story he was drinking camel milk and and so we did we did a test for brucellosis a few months ago and it came positive. and so we treated him and now he's as bright and energetic as anybody and he came to cleaning and he's smiling saying he wishes he had come earlier because he thought it was just him I think but he was actually eating the brucellosis for months.
0: And I think Nobody that speaks to, a, it speaks to a really interesting point that actually a lot of people live in pain, discomfort, you know, whether it is, you know, guts or headaches, throat you mentioned that, and just thinking, well, this is kind of how I am and this is who I am, and it's only when you start to scratch the surface and, as you say, kind of put those pieces together that, you know, it all, it all falls into place, and at that, I mean, that must be so satisfying for you as a
1: doctor. Absolutely, it is, and we, 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 for, we try and provide personalized care, individualized care. Um, we make sure we coordinate patient's care with other healthcare professionals we work with, because we have a lot of people work with, nurses that work with us, and pharmacists, other experts in their different specialties, radiologists, the lab. And we make sure our, our, our um, aim is to make sure the patient gets better, make sure they're happy, and gives a great patient experience. Make sure that we don't cause you any inconvenience or, or harm but when we're doing it, um, and providing care. And make sure that we coordinate your care with everybody else that we're, we're working with to 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 help you. And then, most importantly, try, we're always trying to get better.
0: Dr. Mignogha, can, can I can I uh, ask?
1: Learning.
0: Sorry. Learning. Dr. Maynard, can I ask you about travel um, and some places in the world that if I was to book a plane ticket, you'd go, oh, Helen, I'm not sure you want to necessarily go there. Or if you're going there, you need to take this or vaccinate. Are there any parts of the world that you feel like are particularly uh, tricky when it comes to those uh, those tropical or infectious diseases?
1: Well, travelling is exciting, isn't it? We all like travelling. I love travelling and um, it's, we don't want to stop people from travelling because... It's it's such a great thing to get to know other cultures, um, and we're we're in the UAE because we travel, are not we? Mm, absolutely. Um, and so, so um, I, I I don't want to name any any other places. <laughs> oh, but that's what, a shame. <laughs> what, what I would say what I would say is the risk varies from place to place, and in no one, and even within the one country, the risk varies. Mm-hmm. So if if I'm going to to I'm um, to Cameroon, for example, I'm going to Cameroon. And the African Nations Scope is in Cameroon this year. So if you're going to Cameroon, um, the risk in Douala, one of the cities, is very different from the risk in Bamenda, another city. So wherever you're going, the, the point I'm making is the risk varies, but it's good to seek advice before you go. And, and because probably- if you seek advice, then we can do something about it to reduce the risk. Mm-hmm. And, and when we go into the detail of exactly where you're traveling to and what the risk is in that particular area, and we have different tools and websites that we use to assess the risk, and then we provide individual advice about what you need to travel. But we certainly facilitate travel. We want you to go Good. and enjoy yourself. But come back, help, be healthy while you're there. Enjoy yourself. Don't worry about help and come back and don't worry about your health. Just... Just enjoy yourself. And that's really what we want
0: to do. And if you do come back and you're not feeling great, then we know where to go. But I think that I think that's actually um, really useful because I was in Tanzania at the end of last year and I had doctors going, well, you must take this and you do that. And I was like, well, I'm climbing Kilimanjaro. There's going to be no mosquitoes at you know, 5000 metres. It's a you know, it's so th- there's, there's that variable. But there's also the general health of the person that's travelling, making sure that you're in good robust health you know kind of all the time what what kind of advice would you give to anyone just to make sure we're feeling well i guess it, our best possible selves to protect ourselves against any kind of infectious disease what are some things that you do and advise patients do just as a baseline form of good general health and prevention
1: So, in terms of good general health and i would say first um get information about where you're going to and there's lots of non-medical, uh the non-medical websites uh, like um Fit for Travel. Mm-hmm. It's called one of them Fit for Travel, where you can just go and choose your country country and the area you're going to, and it'll give you general advice on what the risks are and what you should also be doing in preparation. So if you're going out of the UAE to countries, tropical countries, then certainly risk of insect bites because a lot of our infections are transmitted by Infect insects, mosquitoes more commonly, but other in, in insects. So simple things like having an insect repellent um, is useful. There are also infections in Europe from mos- from insects and mosquitoes. So having insect repellents that you use if you're going out trekking, for example, in, in the bushes, there are ticks and uh, that can can bite you and cause infections. Well, making sure that you, your your skin is covered, you're wearing shoes and trousers. For for example, keeping yourself Um, well uh, making sure all your vaccines that you need to have before you travel and you've you've got them and then most importantly if it's the malaria area because malaria tends to be the most common and severe travel associated infection and make sure we have you have prevention medication for malaria that you're taking and that is something that um, a specialist can um, provide and we do that as well in our in our department if, if needed but malaria 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 if you're traveling to malaria area then as well as mosquito um, preventing mosquito bites taking a good um, appropriate anti-malarial for that area it's not one for every area so we need to do an assessment go through your story and then choose which one give you advice on what the best one for you so I can't tell you exactly which one it is for for every place you're going to but this is what I'll say in in general uh, for infection I'm sticking to infection here Um, that's what I'll say
0: Can we, if you don't mind, end on a bit of pandemic chat? Cause it must have been fascinating for you to watch this unfold over the last couple of years as a consultant in infectious diseases. Dr Manuel, what advice would you give to yourself the uh, two years ago before perhaps the rest of us, I'm sure you as a doctor, had WhatsApp groups talking about this emergence of coronavirus and COVID-19, but what would you say to you two years ago about how this pandemic was going to unfold?
1: I would say... Um every year there is an emerging infection. So something which is either new or has changed in some way, an infection that is new or has changed in some way, maybe more severe, more resistant, affecting different animals that it would normally affect or um, or different groups of, of people that it would normally affect. And so every year there is something like that. So we've always known that it's not a it's not a matter of of um when it'll be this time and so we're always prepared for emerging infections um and you know in the past there was Ebola, um, a few, um a few years ago and then now with so every year there is always a a pandemic but what what i would say is we need to always be prepared um because there, there, there will be another one and, um and that shows also the importance of infectious disease as a specialty mm-hmm. we were we thought we were important in the past we're even more important now <laughs> um uh, because of what has gone on in the last couple of years so um going forward i think is importance of having strong infectious disease and public health infrastructure all throughout the world to respond to whatever emerging infection is coming because there will be another one um, for sure the question is when will it happen and what will it be
0: Dr Manuel thank I'll you start. so thank you so much for your time today really interesting to get an insight of the work that you're doing there at the Shakespeare Medical City and um, as you say useful to know that you are there if needed and it might not be anything uh, tropical and far-flung it might be something you've been living with and worried about but uh, with the crew of Dr the the detectives are ready to help you out really appreciate it thank you <laughs>
1: More with Ion Health coming up
0: on Dubai Eye 103.8.